Hello and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today I have my friend Dennis McDonald on with Fiber Clean. And you know, on this podcast, we talk about hobbies and bringing them into your schedule, even though everybody's super crazy. And so Dennis is one of the super crazy schedules. He runs his own business, has a family, and still makes time for running. Dennis, would you like to say hi? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome, Dennis. <laughs> Um, so Dennis, tell us about your running. So you like to run. I started in high, I started in high school. I went to a imitation meet and I came in second in a race. And so the cross country coach was there and he recruited me. So I've been running ever since. And uh, so it really helps in terms of even my work schedule. I still make time to do it. I run six times a week. Wow. I always take off on Mondays because on Sunday I go for what's called a long run. Well, we'll go anywhere from 12 to 16 miles. And I run with a group of people. So that way I can talk with people. We're running aerobically so we can have a conversation. We're not stressed as we're doing it. And we're out, in the, out running outdoors. is very, very nice. So we're having a, it's a social contact is very well as a great exercise. So, but as I do a long one, I want to make sure the next day I take a time off to recuperate. So there's what they call the hard day and the easy day. So you never want to do two hard days in a row because that's putting a lot of stress on your muscles and your bodies and your tendons. So you go hard one day, easy the next. And of course, as we get older, you might have to go hard one day, easy two days, you know, uh, or three. <laughs> uh, but you're still able to still able to run anyway. So and we'll run different distances and different at different speeds. Yeah. On Wednesday nights, I, I am the track coordinator for our local running club, the Montgomery County Road Runners. This is Montgomery County, Maryland, by the way. And uh, so we have about 100 runners show up at a, a high school track um, in Potomac, Maryland. And we have lights and all that kind of stuff. Restrooms are open and stuff. And we put them through a workout. And people can modify the workout any way they want based on their level of training, based on uh, what they're training for. Terms. Some of them are serious runners who really like to run fast and are training for races. And other people just just like the fact that they have a place to run that's safe, that's lit on a Wednesday night so that they can run with other people, just even, or just even walkers. We have some people just walk around the track kind of thing. So we call it uh, uh, different paces for different people kind of thing, whatever, whatever they want to do. So that's a, that's an event that I always look forward to. Oh, I love that. You said a hundred. Yeah. Sometimes, well, after like, we're going to have to have the marathon seasons over, then we'll have maybe in the dead of winter, then we call it the hardcore 50 that show up, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, because one of the motivations that people have, of course, when it gets it's dark early and in the wintertime, it's hard to get up and run. So unless you're running early in the morning kind of thing, it gets dark so early. So it's, so it's nice to have a place in the wintertime that we can run with lights and, you know, uh, and run at night. And for me, that's the best time of day to run because I, I leave my house at four in the morning to go to work. So it's only on the mornings that I can run on the weekends I can run mornings. But otherwise, I run uh, in the afternoon or evening. When I say afternoon or evening, I, I time it. So rather than sitting in traffic through, uh, you know, in uh, uh, rush hour, if it's rush hour time, I'll go for a run. So now I'll, after the run, the rush hour is over, then I'm not going through the stress of driving through rush hour traffic. Or, or I'll even wait till I get home. And you may say, geez, aren't you tired from driving and driving from a whole day? It gives me more energy after I run. So for instance, I don't have to worry about falling asleep on the wheel. And when I get home, I, I, it's a great stress reliever just to get out and run and, uh, and always run outside. Some people like treadmills and whatever. I like all the seasons, doesn't matter. I like being outside. It's, 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 it's a great experience for me. Oh, wow. I actually really love what you just said. So I'm gonna kind of put my two cents on it. I love it. 
So you know that sometimes traffic can be stressful. You know, from work to going home, you kind of have to find that way to de-stress. And so you take that time going, okay, I know this about myself. So I'm going to make this extra step to run because I know that works for me. That is so much awareness. And that's just incredible that you know that and you know that works and that you do it. Because there's a couple of things there. You know it works. And then you actually take the time to do it, right? And there, there are two strong points right there. So that's so amazing. Yeah, once you get in the habit of doing it, it's really easy. You look forward to it. It's not like a grind to do. Uh, like on Wednesday nights or on Sunday mornings, I know people are waiting for me too. So it's nice to, you know, you have somebody that's there. So if you can find a running partner or, or walking partner, somebody that you can join up with or even join a local running club, uh, that's always helpful because they're very, very supportive. Uh, so yeah, uh, so no excuses. I look forward to it. I don't have to, it's not like think, oh, I have to go for a run, you know, kind of thing. Uh, once you get into habit, you look forward and you get that runner's high. It really is an experience. Uh, you have to run. It doesn't happen after the first block you run. So those people are just starting out running. And the first mile, you're not going to feel it. But what a runner's high is, is you get that feeling of euphoria whereby because it sends dopamine to your brain. It's an actual physical kind of thing. Uh, and what happens is, is you feel like you can run forever when you're running aerobically. Your muscles aren't super stressed. You're, you're breathing. Uh, the blood's getting, oxygen's getting into your all systems, into your brain as very well. So you're, you're feeling more alert, more alive. So it's really a great feeling. It's a natural, natural drug. It really is, though. And I think, I think you kind of said, it too, where maybe when you first start out, it's not happening. But as you start to progress, I think it's that also the growth of it of, I know, again, I'm far from as at your level of a runner, but I, I do enjoy a good run once in a while. And it's for me, what gets me like that runner's high is, oh my God, I just made this nonstop running. I just accomplished my next goal. So it's not even just, it's being outside, it's that rush, but it's also, I just hit another mark of where I wanted to be. Yeah. Well, I saw people, one of her successes was a, a woman who was over 300 pounds and she came out the track. First, I gave her a lot of credit for even coming out kind of thing like that. So sometimes people that are uh, overweight are very, very self-conscious. So she came out and we started out, like I start off anybody who's just walking, just get her used to walking around the track, walking a mile. We first even just walk around a lap, one lap. So once she was comfortable walking a mile, then we said to her and I said to runners, just walk the, the curves and run the straightaway. Just run the straightaway, even if jog. Just as, don't go, don't break next speed. Just run it and then walk the the curve and do that four times. That's the equivalent of a mile and see how you feel. So eventually, people are able to. And you can do this if you don't have to go to a track. You can do this in a neighborhood. You could walk a block, then try to jog a block, and then rest and walk a block. Even if you have to, you know, take. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be running that hard that you're really, really panting kind of thing, uh, unless you're doing a real speed workout. But anyway, uh, so if you do that enough, eventually your body's going to get used to it and you'll be able to run the whole mile continually and then it builds up from there. So 30 minutes of an aerobic activity three times a week is what doctors recommend. And so uh, if it's 30 minutes of walking and jogging and jogging, or all jogging, it's for your body, it's just terrific. It's going to have the effects of strengthening your heart, strengthening your muscles, uh, getting the veins open up so the blood flow is going through, oxygen. Um, and if, if you're anyone's interested in weight loss, this woman I'm talking about now weighs 170 pounds. And she feels great. She looks great, kind of thing like that, in terms of how she's feeling about herself. And uh, so it wasn't something whereby uh, she killed herself doing this kind of thing like that. She did it gradually uh, through the, 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 the effort kind of thing like that. So... No, it's so true. And I love how you, you kind of spelt that out too, because I think a lot of times 
people just go straight for running and you have to build yourself up. That's like, and for me, I, that's how I practice anything in life. It's those tiny bite-sized pieces and working your way up. So like you said, okay, let me walk the mile. Let me walk half the mile and jog the rest. Let me jog the mile. And you kind of just like build yourself up and you keep growing through it. And I think again, going through that progress, but you're still getting the same benefit. Maybe you haven't got that runner's high just yet, yeah. but you're still getting the same benefit from your health, from the mental health, physical health, emotional health. You know, I think being outside, right? So I think, you know, just even walking and starting somewhere is important. As one of my friends says, he feels so great when he stops running. So it's, you know, so that's okay. <laughs> that's still okay. That's another reason to run. So you, you feel better when you stop, but no, 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 no activity. Uh, and running is great. I mean, in terms of an activity, anyone can do it. Uh, it's not expensive, although shoes are real important. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second, oh, but yeah. in terms of for weight loss, there's no other activity that burns more calories and than running does. So uh, not biking, not uh, swimming, even though they're older. But if you find an activity you really like, that's the important thing, something you want to stick with it, something you like. That's why I encourage people to, to join a running group or get a running partner because you look forward to uh, going with that person and talking with it, how the day's going, et cetera, et cetera. And now you know that person's waiting for you. So, oh boy, I better go there. And if you have dogs that run too, sometimes it's also great. I know a few people that will actually run with their dog. Uh, one guy had four dogs in a running club and he would run, the, the, the dogs would run with him kind of thing like that. Oh, and he really looked for it. So he could accomplish two things. He got his run in and he got his exercise for his dogs too so um but so it's just thinking of different ways of doing it kind of thing uh but the shoes are real important that's the one thing i stress uh you the running shoes have really gotten better over the years uh, since uh, it was uh, bill bowerman who was a coach of nike uh or the coach of uh, oregon university track thing he was the one who came up with the waffle board he took actually he took rubber and put a waffle iron on it to make the tread for the original shoes which nike now is out of that so anyway but the cushioning is really important and just get the feel based on your arch, based on your foot size. Usually the shoes come a little bit like a half a size bigger for you. Uh, so just because you might take a size nine, you might actually take a size nine and a half in running shoes. So really make sure the fit's right. They got blister-free socks, so you'll never get a blister. Uh, that wick away the moisture and they have a double layer so the friction goes between those. And shoes, in terms of the cushioning, you don't wanna take a real old pair of sneakers or shoes and start trying to run like 10, 20 miles a week you're definitely going to get injured. So you want to start out gradually and get shoes with some cushioning, uh, even if you have to buy brand new shoes, because even over time, even after six months or so, the, the cushion starts breaking down and it gets harder. And so now you're pounding a little bit more, especially if you're a knee pounder. Uh, I, I change my shoes like a I change my tires on my car every 500 miles on my shoes. I get another, another I get new shoes and I change the shoes. I wear one pair one day, another pair another day. So I mix it up kind of thing like that. So I'll go through four pairs a year. So but for you, if you're starting out, get a really comfortable pair of shoes. Uh, there's all, all I don't want to uh, uh, tout one over another because some people swear by the ones that they're using kind of thing. There's Hoikas, there's New Balance, there's Asics, so all, all kinds. So if you go to a running shore, that uh, shoe store, they'll really be able to fit you. And that may be a hundred dollar investment or more, depending on what shoe you're getting, but it's really worth it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's probably like main thing you're running on, but yeah, there's no blister socks really got my attention there too. <laughs> oh yeah, I never get blisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Even running marathons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I feel like, you know, like you said, the shoes may be expensive, but one, they're super important. 
And when it comes to sports in general or gym in general, or, you know, a hobby in general, there's always going to be expenses. So it's whatever works the best for you. Right. So I think that's kind of what you're saying too, you know, but there's so many different shoes. There's so many different ways to find the right shoe that there's probably something in your price range somewhere. So. Yes. Yeah. Even discount shoe warehouse sells them. <laughs> uh. That's great. Um, so yes, yeah, so you do it six days a week. You it does. How do you feel? All right. So you mentioned um, that it's something non-negotiable. It's, it's something you always have to do, right? So say you skip the day, not a relaxed day. Say a life event happens. So something I always want to do. It's it's always something. Yeah, you always want to do it, right? So you yeah. can probably feel the difference when you don't do it, right? Is what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Runners can tell you sometimes they start getting a little irritable if they haven't had their run. <laughs> so it's safe to say it's a good stress relief for you? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Although, And it's also, it creates a little bit of stress. You see, some stress is okay in a positive way for the body. Uh, uh, sure. There's a uh, Dr. David Sinclair has this famous book, uh, a Lifespan. He's a uh, leading geneticist from Harvard University, and he talks about stressing the body to put it into survival mode. He even talks about being real cold and how that helps you, but also in terms of exercise and how important that is in terms of also in terms of being out of breath and then catching your breath and just that fight or flight syndrome kind of thing and how it really helps people in terms of longevity. So, uh, so exercising is going to help you stay young and feel young too, kind of thing. That's why you look like you're 22. That's why it's awesome, right? I'm only 23, you know? <laughs> no, right. no, like you said, there, there's so many benefits to it. I know, you know, we are obviously talking about running today because I think, you know, if you agree, it can kind of be an easy sport to pick up. I think it's not... Um, Obviously, there is training involved and there's things like that for a growth and progress, but in the sense of something that's just something you like to enjoy, I, I feel it's just something to go, go to because of simplicity of just doing it. Great. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, real, actually, in terms of, I can't tell you how many ideas I get in terms of running, like sometimes my mind will just wander and I'll start thinking of some great things. And yeah, I might think of things that work, but I might, or sometimes just mindless things. I'll just be looking at the uh, senior. That's why I like we're running all different times of the season. Like this is a terrific time to run because it's cooler. The leaves are changing, but even the winter, it's really very nice to get the cold air. Now, some people talk about, oh, it's too cold. It could hurt your lungs. That's only if it's way below 32 degrees and you're out there for a long time. And even there's other ways of mitigating that too so you don't need that excuse kind of thing like that so you can still run in the winter time and the scenery is a little different in the winter time too you can see a little bit more when the trees are leaves are down you can see more and in the spring you got this spring grasses coming out the onion grass and whatever like that so it's a great feeling and talk about whether it was raining or not i always tell people after about the first mile you're gonna be sweating anyway and be wet so what's the difference to make if it's raining or not and so you can enjoy all kinds of weather and just being out there and so don't believe the excuses because it's too cold or too hot or whatever like that in the summertime, I suggest people run in in the, in the early morning. That's the coolest time of day. But having an evening runner when it's when it's like after like eight o'clock, it's still light out and you can see the moon rising or whatever like that. It's still, you get some. It's a it's a really nice nice feeling just being outside, enjoying nature, doing something you enjoy running. Whether you know in all times of season. So if you can find a park that you like or a nature trail, uh, I don't run alone though at night in the dark <laughs> oh, true. Uh, you know, yeah yeah so we're running a, if you're going to do that you want to make sure you're running in a very uh populated area or 
run with a friend kind of thing uh, or bring your vicious dog with you. <laughs> oh man, my pogs aren't really that vicious or like running. So <laughs> uh. <laughs> they're going to be scratched off that. No, that's awesome. Um, I just want to appreciate so much. You just enlight, you, you provide so much education in the behind the scenes of running, not just the benefits for you. And I think that's so important. It, it really shows how much you enjoy running, how long you've been running for, um, and the importance it is in your life. So I really, really appreciate that. But like I said before, you, you don't just run, right? You have your own business called Fiber Clean. And I would love for you to kind of hit home on what is Fiber Clean? Who's Fiber Clean for? Anything and all of the above. Well, Fiber Clean, we are a service company and res primarily residential, though we do commercial carpet cleaning, upholstery cleaning, drapery cleaning, air duct cleaning, and hardwood floor and, and tile restoration work in terms of cleaning grout. So I used to say, if you walk on it or sit on it, we can clean it, but uh, no, not everything. <laughs> I love it. No, it's so boring. Oh, do you, I want to ask you. But well, my tagline um, is, it's not clean unless it's fiber clean because we do have a superior cleaning method, you know? <laughs> this is true, that is your tagline. I've definitely heard it before and I love it. <laughs> Uh, I will definitely put all that information within the notes and again, through my emails and all that stuff in between. Uh, but I meant to ask you too, um, I really believe in, you know, doing hobbies with people. I know you mentioned, you know, you're in groups and things. Do you do running with your family at all? You know, I never push running on my kids. Okay. And, but I, what I did, I had a baby jogger. And the kids loved it. I'm going out on a baby jogger. So if you have young kids, they loved it. In fact, I had a double baby jogger because the two of them were really young at one time. And uh, it'd be funny because they're a little bit more weight. So they'd be going faster, daddy, faster kind of thing. So they got into the bug. They, they ran in uh, high school. They ran a cross country track in high school. And it was an amazing because I noticed the kids in their, their group had the highest grade point average of all the other kids in the school. So they were also were running with some smart kids who were, uh, <laughs> you know, so I don't know if that's because of the brains getting stimulated by all that oxygen getting their brain or not so yeah and i met actually met my wife through a running club kind of thing like that oh, so really? yeah so that's so yeah funny. yeah so that's where we met you know, i was doing I, a packet pickup and she was a volunteer yeah so oh my god that's awesome it, it's so funny because i feel like every time i do these interviews i always hear that one thing that came out of it besides like the benefit right so there's more to it but there's always if i didn't run or if i didn't do this hobby this would have happened i've had people say they met, you know, there's significant others in there or a job opportunity has, you know, popped up because of it or um, a life chance in, in a different country. I've had somebody move. So it's, it's so cool. These quote unquote, tiny chances you take on yourself that turn into hobbies that turn into bigger experiences. So I, I think that's so cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if my wife feels the same way, but. <laughs> God, she loves you. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was, a, it, was a, it was a healthy activity for and my kids. So my kids, it's a great, great, great for parents to be a role model for their kids, I think, in terms of exercising, because right nowadays, kids can be so much more sedentary because they're in front of their, their computers all day or whatever. So getting them out to run or do something at some activity outside is really great. So yeah, I'm glad my kids continue to do that. Oh, that's so cool. You instilled the habit on them as well. It's yeah, just those little things, just like getting a jogger. I love it. Yeah. Dennis, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. 
Um, oh, my I pleasure. Really appreciate it. It's I'm glad you asked. Thanks for asking. Us. Of course, of course. Like I said, you started a trend, so this is awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for everything. <laughs> my pleasure. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Stress Less with me, Jess. Please leave a review about today's episode. Subscribe to upcoming episodes. They come out every Tuesday. Or follow me at Journey to Yourself 101, where you can see upcoming workshops or online courses that I have going on. Or just shoot me an email at jessica at journeytoyourself.net.